Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we put off curating our own Zelda trilogies for another week. There was a mini direct. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. I mean, Patrick, I feel like we really do need to stress to listeners that we plan to curate our own Zelda trilogies at some point very soon. Next week, probably. Next week, probably. Look, we we promise that this is a topic that we are excited to do. It's one of those like loosey-goosey, you start with one thing and then like you say some other things and then it's like fun in the end. Like, (laughs) those are our favorite episodes. Um, But the news just keeps happening. And I am referring, of course, here to the Nintendo news, which keeps happening and uh, the world events, which are horrible. Uh, But we can talk about this, which is going to be uh, fun and good. Um, there was a uh, Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. Did I, I get all that correct? I think that's right. I think that's right. Uh, it is tough to stay on top of these things. Um, basically, Shadow Dropped. Uh, it just uh, appeared on Twitter this morning. Um, and so we have decided that that's what we're going to talk about today. That's it. That's That's what today is going to be. Before we get into it, a couple of things. One. Would you like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces? You know that you would. It is a game for the Nintendo Switch that I have owned and lent out to other people. You could be one of those future people if only you send us an email to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com and give us a mailing address and I send it to you. You play it or not for as long as you want and then you send it back to me. It doesn't cost you anything. It is a perfect borrowing program uh another thing to get to very quickly uh we would like your reviews on apple podcasts um if you have not reviewed us or have not uh you know stolen your mom's phone to review us on uh, on her phone um you should go ahead and do that we like seeing reviews uh in the uh north american podcast app <laughs> anywhere you do it uh we appreciate it um but that is that that's where that's where we see them um, and then uh, last little bit of business here. Uh, we are looking for Mario Memories. October is the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers or Mario Brothers or Donkey Kong or Mario. What is the what is it the actual anniversary? Of? <laughs> I you think want, it's the anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that would make sense because Donkey Kong would be older. Donkey Kong is got it, got it, and Mario Brothers. So it's got to be Super Mario Brothers. Uh, But your memories don't have to be that specific. If it's Donkey Kong related, that's fine. Um, uh, On October 29th, we are going to be doing an episode all about our favorite Mario memories. And we wouldn't be able to do it without all of your great memories. So please write into us again at Nintendo Cartridge Society at At gmail.com. And just uh, any stories you have about Mario games that you've played, uh, times when you were dreaming about Mario, uh, <laughs> times when you were eating that Mario cereal. Where no, you were when you, when you yeah. first saw like Mario's nipples in Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I mean, it, we were probably on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure it's documented. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of uh, writing us emails, uh, a couple of people have written us some emails, and Mark, I want to get to them one at a time. We got an email from Jackson. Jackson uh, writes in regard to our previous episode about the uh, Indie World Showcase. Uh, hey guys, thanks for bringing up th- thanks for bringing up those bare breasts. I thought I was the only one. Jackson. Jackson, of course, is referring to the uh, uh, bear Baron Breakfast. Was that mm-hmm. the um yep. the the indie game uh where it sure looked like the uh bear hank? had breasts hank hank yeah the bear. so hank has like a tuft of hair on his chest when and yes. when you see him you know just like um facing forward it all makes sense but from the side the tuft looks a little too much like breasts i'm sorry there's no getting around it um i i neglected to mention that uh the title of jackson's email is finally i can breathe all caps with an exclamation point so i'm i'm glad uh jackson that you feel seen i i felt seen as soon as mark was like that looked like that bear has breasts right i think um, we're Jack- all thinking yeah. it but we're all too embarrassed to say it but i think yeah. together we can collectively admit mm-hmm. that the, the tuft of hair looks like breasts and that's fine. The bear can have breasts. I'm fine with it. We all just need to acknowledge that we all see it. Um, Jackson adds, P.S. Why aren't we talking about the No More Heroes 3 anime trailer? Um, Mark, do you remember a No More Heroes 3 anime trailer? I don't. I have I to have... admit that I am kind of intentionally letting No More Heroes 3 slip off my radar. I am not particularly excited for the game. I did not really like the first game way back on the Wii. Um, and so this is just kind of a series that has uh, like passed me by, I think. Yeah, or in some ways that uh, I feel like I've passed it by. Um, like, I think there is a time in my life when I would have been like excited about the, uh, you know, kind of like intentionally edgy and immature, uh, like, style of it and like could engage with it on like a sincere level but now i'm just kind of like i don't i don't know i'll I'll pass i think is is uh where we come down on it if that uh trailer gets like bumped in front of us in the form of a nintendo direct or something uh we will talk about it i i have vague memories like jackson is this a new trailer because i have vague memories of like something no more heroes 3 related coming out and it was like at first, it didn't seem like it was No More Heroes 3, and then at the end, it was revealed that it was No More Heroes 3. Was that in a direct yeah, at some point? Was, was that the one where there were, like, um, superheroes, and yes, like, it was the one I'm where, thinking. like, there was an alien that, like, came to Earth, and then... I, was that... Was that in the mini? Uh, the last, Travis like, Touchdown Strikes Back? No, I think, <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Jackson, help us yeah, out. No one knows. <laughs> Jackson, that's why we're not talking about it, is that we are confused by it. <laughs> um, and that, so thank you for writing in, Jackson. Uh, our next email comes from Patrick. Patrick writes, uh, hello all. Thank you for being you. I love the show and listen to it all the time. I've emailed before asking about Wii games, and I thought I'd send another one because I had a few things on my mind. First off, I would be rem- I I am remiss to hear that Patrick is not liking the Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm thoroughly enchanted by it, uh, but I uh, uh, but I can completely understand your issues with it. The truth is, I'm a sucker for all things Final Fantasy VII related, uh, so I wasn't a hard fan to win over. <clears throat> so just to address that very quickly, uh, I have played a little bit more now. I've been playing it a lot with my buddy Andrew. 
using the PlayStation share play feature, which again is magic. Everyone should be doing it all the time. He lives in Washington, DC. I live in Los Angeles and we are playing the game together. We hand the controller back and forth. That's so cool. 3000 miles away. It's so cool. Um, and, uh, so I, I think uh, what I've I have enjoyed the combat. I enjoy it even more uh, on during the periods where he and I aren't also chatting while playing. Like when I can really focus on it, the combat's really good. Um, I still think that there are so many elements of the uh, st- like story presentation and just like the kind of things that the story focuses on that feel uh, like bloated and. Um, so jrpge that i'm just like oh god you guys <laughs> come on just be cool for a second <laughs> what what uh, i'm delighted by in this yes is that and and uh hopefully this makes some amount of sense is that yes. the patrick that i'm talking to right now does mm-hmm. is not enjoying his time with the game the patrick who wrote in is enjoying his time with the game and as far as i can tell like I've never seen you guys in the same room together. So Yeah, neither have I. We could be the same person. <laughs> yeah. Uh he, he he goes on to more Nintendo specific questions here. He says, Second, I've been using video games to cope with the darkest timeline that we are currently living through. Same, Patrick. So maybe we maybe we are the same person. Uh in an effort to survive this apocalypse, I've brought a ridiculous I've bought a ridiculous amount of Nintendo games that I can play while hiding from gangs of marauders scouring the wasteland. I have a backlog that I was hoping to hear your thoughts on. So Mark, mm. are you ready to uh hear a backlog? Yeah, rapid fire. Okay. Uh uh so this is in the Nintendo 3DS slash DS category. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance 2. Uh I played the first one on the Game Boy Advance. I think, and um, I didn't get it at the time, so I don't know. I have no opinion. <laughs> uh, Professor Layton in the Unwound Future. Ooh, which one is that? I do like the Professor Layton games, but I think they have to be taken in moderation. Golden Sun, Dark Dawn. No opinion. That's the that's the DS one. Yeah, we no, no opinion on that one. Uh, uh, Kid Icarus. I assume that that is. Now we have to be clear here. Uh, is this uh, Kid Icarus up? rising mm-hmm. is that the name of that game um because that one i would say deprioritize that it is a, a pain to hold it is a cool experience but no one ever worked out the control if this is the uh kid icarus 3d classics uh that's available on the 3ds absolutely play it. it is the best version of that game and the best kid icarus game period um super mario 2 great game <laughs> super mario brothers 2 i think is what he's saying Great game. Oh, unless that's new Super Mario Brothers 2. Which, again, I've ne- that is another one I've never played. Yeah, me neither. We should review that game for our Mario month. Oh, yeah, we should. Great. I'm making a note. Did I'm it. writing yeah. it down. <laughs> this is We Are Programming on the Fly. Uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Mark, you played a little bit of that one, or at least you <laughs> like have it on your... Like the tiniest bit. Yeah, <laughs> okay. like my, uh, my Nintendo 3DS XL, it was like the year of Luigi 1, and it came with that yeah. game uh, preloaded. But I, like, you know, messed around with maybe an hour or two, but it's been so long, I can't even really remember. Uh, and then the last three on on the uh, DS 3DS list are Pokemon Sapphire, Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice, and Majora's Mask. Uh, skip right to Majora's Mask is uh, kind of my advice there. Um, obviously, you and I aren't the biggest Pokemon mm-hmm. guys, um, but yeah, I mean, play play Majora's Mask. It's a classic. The remake is great. Um, so yeah, that's that that's my advice there. Yeah, it makes sense to me. 
Uh, and then on to Switch. Again, we're going to rapid fire these. Uh, the first one is Octopath Traveler. Um, again, the game cannot be completed. Uh, <laughs> we have proven this incont- incontrovertibly. Um, uh, Pokemon Sword, uh, Astral Chain, Xenoblade Chronicles, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, and Super Paper Mario. Uh, Tropical Freeze for me, hands down, out of the ones I've played, which is not actually a ton on that list. Uh, like, uh, for me, I would get Pokemon Let's Go over Sword. I really liked my time with Let's Go. Um, I found, you know, like Shield to be fine, um, but I lost interest in it pretty fast. Whereas like Let's Go, for whatever reason, really grabbed me. But I know that that's not necessarily like the consensus opinion. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I, I think Donkey Kong Country is is like the the uh, far and away winner winner on this one. That's a very good game, um, and also uh, we've probably offered this op- uh, opinion a couple times before. But like, it it you don't even really have to suffer through it, but do suffer f- through the first world uh, and just know that the uh, levels get way more interesting after the first. Yep. Uh, Patrick concludes by saying, yeah, I have problems. Anyways, I think I'm, I'm going, uh, I'm going to think of a Mario memory between now and whenever keep up the amazing work. I love your show. All the best, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, That's thank very you, sweet Patrick. of you to say. Um, and then, um, this, uh, last email is from Ross. Uh, it's a simple one. Ross just writes greetings, regardless of what's going on in the world, week in, week out. You both have such amazing, positive energy, and I truly appreciate it. I save your podcast for when I need a pick me up and it never fails. And for that, I just wanted to say a quick thank you. Thanks, Ross. Uh, thank you, Ross, for uh, writing in with that. Uh, it has been a tough week. Um, I grew up in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, where uh, all of the worst things in the world are happening right now. Uh, and so I have felt very down um, and feel like the darkness is closing in all around us. Uh, so it is it's it's nice to hear that from uh, someone else um, that we're, that the show is bringing them some joy. This show brings me quite a bit of yeah, joy. Same. Um, getting to talk to you, Mark, about Nintendo stuff uh, twice a week is uh, one of the great pleasures of my quarantine. Um, so. Yeah, thank thank you everyone for for listening to this, and thank you for writing in. Uh, still don't have any Mario memories from you guys, so <laughs> <laughs> send in your Mario memories, please. Okay, Mark, are you ready to get into discussing this Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase? Yes, let's do it. Truly, Shadow dropped this one. Um, we we had no warning. No warning whatsoever. So, yeah, absolutely. I think, like, we were all, all of us were focused on Friday, because that's what the, you know, the rumors that the internet was providing yeah. us. And I've got to say, I am a broken man. I no longer, um, like, I have been fooled too many times. And so now I truly believe that no Nintendo Directs are coming <gasps> for the foreseeable no. future. Like, I just don't. So think you, you think you think this happening. is it? You think you think that the rumored thing that we saw it, that this was it? I kind of do. I mean, or I guess what I'm saying is, I mean, yeah, I kind of do. I think that there <laughs> like uh, will be other stuff. I think there's probably one more like holiday game that's looming, um, and it's maybe the 3D Mario games. Uh, but who knows if that's true? 
Um, but I, it seems to me like we are going to see like partner showcases and we're going to see like Twitter stealth drops and then maybe like, uh, you know, Treehouse uh, Live or something if they feel the need. Uh, Mark, I'm going to take the opposite tact. I still think we're going to see something a direct from Nintendo this Friday. I'm oh. holding on to hope. Why? Why do it to yourself? Um, because these look, if we are expecting a big Nintendo direct, I think the thing that we like are legitimately expecting is a Mario showcase of some kind, mm-hmm. right? Um, that we are going to get some information on Mario, uh, you know, re-releases, remasters, ports, um, Super Mario 3D World of uh, Deluxe or something along those lines. I think it's going to be largely Mario. And at this point, you know, last week we had uh, an indie showcase. This week we're having a um, uh, partner showcase. I think that is to clear the slate. Those the, There are big and or important announcements in both these things, but they're just getting out of the way so that we can just talk about Mario. Oh, Patrick, even you saying that has me excited, and that's not what I want to feel. I want to feel- I'm going to pump you up, Mark. I'm going to pump you up. Let's get excited. <laughs> Uh, speaking of let's get excited, um, how you said you were a broken man. <laughs> well, I just because I ha- had like geared myself up, you know, for like, oh man, like a director, we're going to get some big news. I do have to say, though, that like compared for whatever reason, compared to the previous partner showcase, I actually like really enjoyed this one. Uh, that That's interesting. This is one of the first Nintendo presentations in a long time that I, uh, on my first watch, uh, I kind of scrubbed through it. Like, I I saw the announcement and then, like, kind of scrubbed to the end of the trailer and then waited for the next announcement and scrubbed again. Um, And then I went went back through it to experience the the thing in its entirety. Um, But, yeah, for whatever reason, uh, oh, I think because I have uh, built up my expectation that we're going to get something big and huge, I was uh, let down by Mm, this announcement. mm -hmm. Um, and so everything that came after it, I was a little bit like, what are you, what are you doing, <laughs> Nintendo? I mean, uh, I, yeah. you know, I, I can't claim that like I am l- actively looking to pick up any of these games or even particularly <laughs> excited about them. Although I do have to say that I legitimately gasped when Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 was announced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me too. That is, I mean, that that is a a genuinely exciting announcement. Um, when they start to show off what Puyo Puyo Tetris Two actually is, I was a little bit more like, I don't. This is just Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Um, I, I, I think that uh, upon a a second watch, um, I am generally uh, happier with it than I was. Uh, you know, just get it in the morning and suddenly have all of the information, all the announcements um, at, at once. So um, let's let's uh, kind of approach this thing uh, by the numbers like we did last week. This was one minute and 46 seconds long. It featured 11, 11 games. Al- and- it was 11 minutes and 46 seconds long, right? Not one minute and 46 what did I seconds. Say? Yeah, that's right. 11 <laughs> minutes... <laughs> 11 hours, 1 minute, and 47 seconds. Uh, It featured 11 games and one DLC pack. One game available right now. Eight different release dates uh, and four release windows. Uh, And one of those windows is September, which is 
that's September starts <laughs> next week. September starts on Tuesday. So like, anyway, maybe nail down that date, guys. Um, there were four music games here and three games from Square Enix. Uh, or five, if you want to count each of the uh, Final Fantasy Legends games as, as separate games. Um, so there were there were a few kind of like through lines through this thing uh, in the form of music games and Square Enix games, uh, which I think is, uh, I mean, it, it makes it easy to conceptualize it and think about it and talk about it. Uh, and is maybe just, it's it's strange. Do you th- do you see there why why so many music games? I guess is my I question. don't know. And it's also interesting because like the one announcement I really remember from the previous partner showcase was like the Cadence of Hyrule uh DLC. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I, I thought the same thing when it was kind of like rhythm game after rhythm game after rhythm game or music game. Um but I one of the reasons I liked this partner showcase more than I like the other one was because like the other one was like 10 minutes long. A little over 10 minutes and i think it had three announcements total and so it like really kind of like when the announcements are i'm mean, you're a little bit indifferent about like i don't really need to yeah. spend a lot of time in them and so i'd like this one because you know it was like yeah each game pretty much got like a minute and then you were on to the next thing so nothing really wore out it's welcome it felt like you got a lot more news even if i like don't particularly care about a ton of the news yeah, I, I think that one thing that is similar between both of these uh, is that, like, so in, in the in the previous one, we got the two um, Atlas announcements of uh, Shimigami Tensei 4 or oh, 3 right. remake. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and uh, Shimigami uh, Tensei 5 um, and having, like, totally release windows for both that. of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, big announcements from atlas uh two big announcements from atlas but not the announcements from atlas that people like really want um and i feel like we got a similar thing here with uh square enix announcements where there's like the the kingdom hearts um music game the saga collection and uh uh final fantasy uh, Crystal Chronicles which isn't an announcement but just sort of reminding you that it's coming out this week um and all of those are like they're neat but like not the kind of you know if if they were putting out any of the final fantasy collections that came out on playstation back in the day like the uh the one that has uh five and six or four and chrono trigger in it like those would be big deals um and these are just sort of like or any of the other uh kingdom hearts games like all of that would be um kind of a bigger deal than what they announced here yeah totally um, well, shall we go through the announcements, Mark, one by one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so first up, I've alluded to it already, is, of course, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, which has a release date of November 13th. Um, it is the Kingdom Hearts rhythm game, very much in the same vein as Final Fantasy Theatrhythm um, on the 3DS, except it's all um, Kingdom Hearts stuff. Um uh, there, they showed off a variety of modes, including memory drive, where you go back and like play through uh, scenes in in or songs already featured in in Kingdom Hearts, which I think is how there are a lot of Disney songs in this. Does it yeah. seem like there are a lot? We heard "Let It Go." We so we heard "Let It Go." I'm assuming that that is like that's a pretty big one to get. So maybe they like that was their licensing budget. But I'm assuming that like there are going to be other ones as well, even though that's the only one they showed off. Let It Go is also a sequence in Kingdom Hearts 3. I see what you're saying. Yes, I think you're correct. I think you're correct that, like, it's because of memories. A melody of memory, one might say. 
Mm, very good. Um, and then also boss battles, which I'm not really sure how this game works, <laughs> is, is visually confusing to me, where uh, you you can uh, you know tap along in time to the music and fight bosses or something. The, the I, boss I battles seemed yeah. really funny, like in the little clip that they, I remember them showing, because it's like Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty, and she's in like, you know, a big like boss battle room. But then your heroes are like running around her seemingly in like a circle while she's like doing stuff. But then there's music notes. I don't know. Clearly, this is not for me. But um, uh, it's that type of zany that <gasps> what like a, what a statement though. Clearly, this is not for me. It's a JRPG with uh, it, it's a music game based on a JRPG with Disney elements. Is that <laughs> not for you? In a series that like I have like I you know haven't played an entry in yeah. you know for uh, a decade at this point, um, but uh, I I like that it exists. I because just the same way I like the fact that like uh, that Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm game exists, where it's like yes, more weird like mashups of things like this. Yeah, yeah, definitely more weird mashups. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in for that as well. Um, the game also includes a music player and access to story cinematics if you want to relive scenes from the uh, entire complex uh, Kingdom Hearts saga. Um, and then uh, they kind of go out on this trailer by saying, experience an all-new chapter. So I think for uh, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts completionists, this is going to... that You're going to need to play this game <laughs> Did... and need to experience it, yeah. Um. Do you remember hearing if Kingdom Hearts 3 sets up, like, is there room for a sequel? Or is, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 closing the book on, like, the major, like, numbered entries? And then, you know, we'll have, like, spinoffs and other stuff like that probably in the future. Um, So it's my understanding that the DLC to Kingdom Hearts, I don't want to... spoil it uh i i have allowed myself to be spoiled because mm. i don't understand the stories of these games anyway <laughs> um but that there is uh in the dlc and therefore true ending to um kingdom hearts 3 something uh happens and uh, is revealed that is so uh like earth shattering that it basically throws the entire existence of the, the whole gotcha. series into question yeah um so uh I mean, because, probably. Yeah, because <laughs> as as an observer, like I am yes. happy that uh, Kingdom Hearts three like finally came out. But I have to admit that I did enjoy when like all the like um, side games or not like numbered sequels would come out, and they would have like little hints and teases of what would like eventually yes. become Kingdom Hearts three. And so, in my heart of hearts, um, I would love if Me- Melody of Memory that all new chapter like begins to plant the seeds for like something else that isn't going to pay off for another like decade. Yeah. Well, and I think it's possible that it might because the, uh, the uh, fans of kingdom hearts were excited about the cover art that was shown off um, for this, which is a reference to the um, kingdom hearts all in one package or the complete package, whatever it's called, um, which has uh, the, the, that package has um, Sora sitting on a throne. Sora is like the main hero of the series. Uh, and he's uh, the throne is in front of a bunch of pictures that show scenes from uh, the other games in the series that are all part of this collection. Um, this, however, showed uh, Kiari, I believe is the name of the character, sitting on a similar throne 
um, and it has uh, you know photographs from um, the individual like scenes and music videos from from this game, uh, and people were being were very excited about that. Mm, and again, I think gotcha. I think that figures into the earth shattering nature <laughs> of the true DLC ending, which again I don't want to spoil. I think I'm um, a, I think yeah. I'm a little bit like a dog or like a horse where I like feel what other people are feeling because I like like yes. look I'm not in the Kingdom Hearts fandom, but I just like being included in like when when people are excited about something, it's fun for like everybody to be excited about something. Yeah, uh, yeah, and look, I'm uh, I am also just happy to be around other people who are excited <laughs> about something. Um so uh that's music game number 1. We move on then to music game number 2, uh which is Fuser coming out fall 2020. Um this is a collaborative music mixer game from Harmonix. Um uh, and they just announced that there are um they announced three new songs. Fuser is a game that already exists and is out on other platforms, is that right? looking checking yeah all right not mark, mark sure. is looking uh, yes, yeah 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 it it okay. already exists and possibly it's already on wait wait i don't i don't know that it's out on any platform but it is coming <laughs> to platforms later this year all right which is which is uh, the information that we have here i guess they just announced three more songs coming to it um ghosts and stuff by dead mouse uh dance monkey by tones and i and uh blinding light by the weekend um this uh doesn't appear to be a rhythm game but sort of a a mixing game or like a collaborative uh music game uh it seems kind of interesting i couldn't tell you what the gameplay of this thing is from from looking at the the short video of it Right. No, but I, I do think it's interesting that like the part that they showed off was, you know, like, oh, playing with your friends and being able to like react to your friends mixes and stuff like that. But then at the end, it determines like what is the best mix. And it is my own yeah. ignorance that it's like, I don't know how you would measure that. I mean, uh, like, is there a way to objectively measure right. the best mix? I, d- I don't think so. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's rhythm game number two. Rhythm game number three is Taiko no Tatsujin Ad- Rhythm Adventure Pack, which is the two uh, Taiko Drum Master uh, ad- adventure games all bundled together. Um, Mark, have you ever played a, a Taiko Drum Master game? No, I haven't. In fact, I, I only know it as like an arcade game. And then um, seeing this like adventure pack, which, sorry, if you already said this, is this a new, it's two games in one pack. But I'm as yes. But, but do you play it with like the drum accessory? Y- yes. So I, I mean, I, I think I'm not sure exactly what what the switch setup is. Um, I'm sure you can play it without a drum and just like playing with the um, mm-hmm. uh, the Joy-Con. Uh, Wii- Joy-Con. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Can't remember the name of the controllers. Um, uh, yeah, or, or actually use oh, um, gotcha. the, the actual drum well, itself. I was just surprised at, or. Because I didn't know very much about it, I was like, these games are really cute. Like, the art style's yeah. very appealing. Like, this little, like, drum um, mascot thing. Like, it's weird, but, like, it's like a dog. I'm so into this. Yeah, totally charming. My, my buddy uh, my buddy Paul in college was really into the uh, Taiko Drum Master series. Um, it was, uh, like, coming right on the heels of um, Donkey Konga, which he and I played together a lot. Um, and then he was like... Uh, Donkey Kong is over. Now it's time for Taiko <laughs> Drum Master. 
Um, and like he got really into it and it was always fun to uh, mess around with that. Um, so, uh, you know, while, while this also has, um, it, you know, it, it's an, it, it's a role-playing game, right? So you're, you're still doing rhythm based games and still playing along with, uh, various songs and pieces of music, but there is a story that ties it all together. Um, it made me want to just pick up a regular, uh, Tycho drum master mm. game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's neat to see this thing coming to switch. That is music game number three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next was World of Tanks Blitz. I have nothing to say about this. Like tanks don't interest me. I I just have. Uh, it's just not for me. It's available today. It's free to play. Seven on seven tank battles, uh, and at one point, it looks like they're on the moon. So <laughs> yeah. There oh, you go. that actually that was the part that I was like that potentially seems fun. Why isn't that the whole game is tanks on the moon? And then just call it tanks on the moon. Maybe because in practice it's not fun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Probably like all tank games, the actual (laughs) tanking is no fun. Uh, Next up was Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions. Um, Mark, is this part of the Ready to Rumble series of boxing games? Do you remember those? Oh, I... No, they started on like the Dreamcast and the PlayStation Two series. Yeah, or, uh, uh, generation. I don't think it is. I think it's a mobile game. I think like we're taking like a middle like mm. a little like mobile break in here because I think World of Tanks Blitz is a mobile game. Then I think Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions is also um, a mobile game that is now making its way to Switch. Uh, okay, interesting. Um, are the because one of the things that they uh sort of highlighted here was all of the um Rocky and Creed mm-hmm. content that is in here. Um, you can play as uh characters and play matches from the Rocky and Creed series. Um, which I guess is how we have to refer to uh those movies now. <laughs> like they are uh, they are part of the Rocky and or Creed series. Right. Um how yeah. how familiar are you with like the Rocky movies? Like was it um I remember my parents renting like Rocky 1 and then I've seen like you know on TNT or something pieces of all of them. Uh but mm. I the only one that I've ever really liked was like uh the first Creed movie. Uh, the only Rocky or Creed content I've ever taken in was doing the PSVR demo of the Creed game at E3 two years ago. So <laughs> I'm not particularly attached to the series. <laughs> I don't, I don't like boxing, generally speaking. Um, so this was never going to speak to me. I, I don't think on any level. I, yeah, I, yes. Uh, boxing is amazing to me. It's like one of those things where it's like, how do you know you're good at it? Um, Okay, now that's interesting. What do you mean? <laughs> well, like, why, like, I, my brain just so does not work in a way where I'm like, I think I would be good at boxing. Like, boxing is a thing I would like to try. But for clearly, for some people, they're like, I think I would be really good at this and are willing to try it. I mean, is that just the kind of person that's like, yeah, I could hit someone in the face? <laughs> is that all that is? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, for some people, it really works out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but okay, that's coming out spring 2021. Um, next up was the cole- uh, collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend. 
um, which is out December 15th. This one does warrant a little bit of explanation uh, because Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend is a confusing collection of words that don't mean a lot uh, if you're not deeply involved with both the Final Fantasy and the Saga series uh, for the last 30 years. Um, so there were a series of games called Final Fantasy Legend 1, 2, and 3 that came out on the original Game Boy that were uh, not called that in Japan. They were part of a different series called Saga, but the only like role-playing franchise that was really working in the States at that time was Final Fantasy, so they just named them that. Um, same reason that uh, the first uh, Densetsu um, game on the Game Boy, in, uh, instead of being called Whatever of Mana, uh, is called Final Fantasy Adventure. That's just the only brand they had that worked, and so everything became Final Fantasy. Uh, and so Saga, <laughs> uh, there have also just been a series of those games uh, starting... Uh, I think the Saga Frontier is a, a PlayStation game uh, originally, um, and then they've continued to put them out. Octopath Traveler feels very much like a Saga game, um, where there are just characters all around a large world, and um, they feel way more open and less like uh, driven down a single narrative corridor than a, than a Final Fantasy game. Um, and I they've got like a decent reputation, but I don't know that anyone is going to argue that any saga game is a Stone Cold classic. They're very um, they have a reputation for being very like uh, like uh ambitious games that are maybe a little bit broken. Uh especially I think the first one, which I think did, have you talked about you talked about Patrick in an episode we did with friend of the show Greg Smith um on right. weird games. Yes, uh yeah, uh, it it is a game where you uh, climb a tower um, and you exit the tower on various levels and find different worlds. Um, and when you reach the top of the tower, you uh, fight and destroy God. So, um, you know, it's a basic <laughs> JRPG stuff. Uh, and uh, I, I got to say, I was tempted at the idea of playing the original Final Fantasy Legend um, again. Um, but I got to say, I am not a fan of the overlay that's on this thing. It's so Which ugly. just screams mobile game, right? Because yeah. there, there, there's a, a, a touchscreen uh, D-pad and like touchscreen buttons. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's interesting. When I saw that, I didn't make the connection, but you're right. It totally does seem like the kind of overlay you would have on like your <clears throat> phone. Uh, it also makes me weird, like, when we were talking about, um, you know, Square Enix being represented in this at the beginning of the episode, and you mentioned, like, uh, announcements that people would be really excited for, like, it did make me think, like, oh my gosh, I would love the DS version of Chrono Trigger to come to the Switch, but this totally makes me feel like if a version did come to Switch, it would probably be, like, the not very good PC version. It's kind of yep. based on like the mobile version, the mobile port, yeah, um, which is disappointing. Yeah, and I mean the 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 same thing could be said of uh, you know Final Fantasy three slash six, um, but man, I mean there's there's just so much that I wish uh, Square Enix would port over. There there's a whole boat full of uh, Dragon Quest games that I'd like to be able to play on that thing, um, and they're like, nah, bring bring the Saga collection over. It's a mobile port. Who cares? Um, so this this one feels a, a little disappointing, um, but there is like a kernel of um, nostalgia for me. Uh, so I may st- I may still end up uh, playing this thing, especially if I can turn that overlay off. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it, that 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 would be clutch. They're also including some like other stuff. Which, first of all, I don't know. Maybe like this is 
maybe these games are already out on mobile and so these features like high speed mode and stuff like that like already exist um and then they're also saying that it's the 30th anniversary of the series so it includes like a special anniversary song which i i want to hear like is it programmed for a game boy is it um does it have lyrics what's going on here um i remember uh having the uh like code to unlock the um, like the sound test menu in the original Final Fantasy Legend and really loved cycling through because you could do, <laughs> there were two two things. You could play a, a piece of music and then also trigger sound effects. Um, and I remember like uh, setting it to different sound effects and like playing the song and like kind of accenting things with it. Uh, I wasted too much time with my little Game Boy on that, uh, making some cool <laughs> tracks. Uh, and... I guess that would still be part of this. So, okay, all right, I've changed my mind. I'm in. <laughs> uh, next up was Just Dance 2021 out November 12th. Mark, I'll hand it over to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I not much to say. It looks just like another Just Dance game. To me, the most interesting thing part about this trailer is it's like I don't think they are. I think they're just using stock footage of people dancing because nobody's holding like uh, a Joy-Con. Nobody's holding like mobile phones. Like you can also play the game with. So I think it's just cobbled together with footage of the game and then uh, like stock footage of people dancing. That's all I have to say about this. I like Just Dance, but there's not, you know, it is what it is. Uh, This was, uh, this game was being advertised here with Dance Monkey by Tones and I which had been mentioned previously in this showcase. <laughs> that song was mentioned in the Fuser trailer. Oh, that's trailer. so funny. I didn't even, Isn't I that didn't weird? even make that connection. It's a good get, apparently. It's, a, it's big news. Uh, I, I tell you what, nothing makes me feel older than uh, a song like Dance Monkey appearing twice in the showcase and me being like, what's Dance Monkey? <laughs> what's Tones and I? I have no idea. I felt like an old, out-of-touch man, uh, which I am, so that's fine. Uh, that is the fourth and final music game in this direct. Next up, the aforementioned Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, which is out December 8th. Never thought that, uh, it, for whatever reason, I was lo- in my head. I decided that Puyo Puyo Tetris was never getting a sequel. I legitimately gasped when this was announced. Uh, yeah, and it it is uh, surprising. Uh, they said you know that the old modes are returning, the versus mode, party modes, etc. Uh, but then there is also a new skill battle mode, which uh, you know they they say like which has some surprises in it. Uh, being very cagey on what like the actual mm-hmm. uh, new features of this game are. Um, there is a, a, an adventure mode. There was an adventure mode in the previous one. Uh, they say that this quote, uh, the adventure mode quote, starring a vibrant cast and a brand new story. The story in the first one is d- completely off the rails, bonkers with like aliens yeah. and yeah. Oh t- yeah, like all the Tetris people are from outer space. Like it's the the whole thing is like wall to wall nonsense, um, and it is uh, some of the most over the top uh, like line reads and storytelling <laughs> that you'll get in anything. Um, so I don't really know that a new adventure mode is. <laughs> it's really an attractive selling point. Um, the original adventure mode is not something that I could. Uh, get through um, not because of the challenge of the game and not because I was sick of playing Puyo or Tetris or Puyo and Tetris, but because I didn't want to watch those story <laughs> things anymore. 
Uh, there's an expanded online mode for up to four players playing at once, which uh, is cool uh, and is something I could see myself getting into. They also tease that there is more to reveal. Mark, what do you think could be the more to reveal in Puyo Puyo Tetris 2? <laughs> I, I'm imagining like a World of Light type uh, <laughs> scenario. Uh, I hope it is the inclusion of Dr. Mario. Puyo Puyo <laughs> Tetris, Dr. Mario. That's all I want. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And then what if also, for whatever reason, Waluigi like, is a character in this game? Because Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 is going to do what Sakurai won't. Oh, man. I don't know what that means. Oh, I see. <laughs> because it's because it's better than Smash Brothers. I get it. <laughs> Uh, okay, after that, it goes to a little bit of a uh, a sizzle reel, I guess, to go out on um, with uh, four more announcements, uh, the first of which is Minecraft Dungeons Creeping Winter DLC, which is coming out this September. Again, I don't know why you can't nail down that date, just like a little bit more. September is so close. Are we playing this thing next week or are we playing it in five weeks? No one can tell you. Uh, after that is Jump Force Deluxe Edition, uh, which is the sort of um, uh, manga mashup uh, fighting game, which has been on uh, other platforms before. It's coming out August 28th. Uh, Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions, which is a sort of anime soccer game, also out on the 28th. And then uh, just a reminder that Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition is out on August 27th. Which, uh, you know, we talked about picking up. I, I don't know if you've seen any of like the reviews or impressions that are coming out about it. It seems like a little disappointing if you want to play it in co-op because you can only play the dungeons and only the person who's like the host actually makes progress. Which is a bummer and not uh, part of what they laid out in their um, like free mode um, versus like the, the full pay mode uh announcements earlier um yeah the i i believe ign gave it a three and i don't put it you know review scores whatever um but like three is pretty bad <laughs> three is pretty um, bad. uh and uh, the evidently the the load times are atrocious so uh i believe on tuesday you and i said or at least i said um i'm gonna hold out for reviews and if if reviews are decent then you and I'll jump in. I think at this point, I'm going to say I'm not going to jump into this game. Uh, how, how are you feeling, Mark? Yeah, I think you're right. And I'm so glad you remembered that uh, that you said that. Because that is, of course, our out. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Look, Mark, always, always build in and out. <laughs> now, the one place I refuse to build in and out is in the uh, never-ending hype cycle about the Nintendo Direct <laughs> that we are definitely going to get on Friday. <laughs> get excited about it. Get your hopes up. Um, okay, Mark, so that's, uh, that was it. That, that, that was the entirety of the uh, Nintendo Direct mini uh, partner showcase. Uh, overall... Uh, now that we've got it in the rearview mirror and we've talked about it, we've talked about all the rhythm games, we've talked about all the Square Enix games. Uh, how do you feel about this thing now? If we are rating the partner showcases on their own scale, I would say yes. that uh, based on the partner showcases that we have seen, I would give this a like an eight and the previous one a four. So I like yeah. this one much more. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it is uh, definitely more content than the previous one. If I can remember, let's see if I can do this. Uh, so I think the the first one was the Cadence of Hyrule uh, DLC. Um, and then there were two lackluster announcements, one of them being 
the WWE game. Oh, that's right. right? Yep, yep. Uh, and what wasn't really an announcement um, in any capacity. And the other one was... I cannot remember what that other game was. Uh, and then uh, the Shimigami Tensei announcement. So yeah, I, I mean, I think this is this is at least twice the showcase that the previous one was. Um, I didn't like this as much as the uh, indie showcase that we saw last week. Oh, for sure. Uh, in last week's indie showcase, the more I reflect on it, the more time we have away from it, the more I've actually played the games around that thing. I, th- I think was fire. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have those every week. <laughs> um okay uh that's that's gonna be it for this discussion let's close that out i would also be interested to see uh how everyone else is feeling at the moment uh are you as mark alluded to at the beginning of this episode a broken man um (laughs) from from seeing these announcements or is there something in here you desperately want to play you can always let us know right in to nintendo cartridge society at At gmail.com Um, All right, that's going to do it for this episode, right? We're done. We're out of here. Great. Um, Please remember to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Please share it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you share stuff. In-person sharing is very good sharing because people actually listen when uh, someone says, hey, I listened to the show and I liked it and I think you would like it too. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell and the show is at Nincart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying, was this episode a secret hint at Kingdom Hearts 4? Hmm? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Rachel, Oscar. Yeah, Claire? Claire? Do you love Disney movies? Uh Uh-huh. Have you seen them all? Not Not all of them. them. What do you guys think if we watch them all in chronological order and then talk about them? Ooh. Oh, and what if we could talk about it with some of our favorite friends? (gasps) I love that. Yeah, what if we do it inside the Disney vault? You know, that's the name of our podcast, Inside the Disney Vault on Campfire Media. Yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to yours. That's Inside the Disney Vault. Let's go. Campfire.